Hey everybody, welcome to another night of Walk It Out. My name's Gretchen. I've got Steve and Annie. We're all here on staff at Grace Church as pastors. And Annie and I have been talking about the value. We get our identity in Christ mm-hmm. uh, on this value series. And so we wanted to wrap up this with talking about a really good resource practically that you can put your hands on. And it's the mm-hmm. True You Book. True You Book. Yes. And um, how many years ago did you write this thing? 2015. Man, we're getting old. Now, I taught yeah. the, the first time I taught the series was 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Lord said, do it again right. in 2011 because it really started to, you know, take mm-hmm. root. And then I wrote the book in 2015. Yeah. I need to, I, did, I was telling you before we came on, we need, I need to write a revised edition. I, I agree. Just update a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Clean it up a little bit. Well, those of you that have been uh, maybe listening to us or you attend Grace Church, you've heard things from this book that you may not even know are in the book. Like Mm -hmm. the truest thing about you is what God says about you, things like that. But Mm -hmm. many of you have picked up the book just for pages three and four because it said like (laughs) during a message, like go get the list on pages three and four of the True You book. But you really haven't explored maybe the rest of it or you've heard about page three and four but you don't know what the book's about and we want to just bring it was on my heart to bring uh, a synopsis of this book and kind of talk through it just where you would have it as a resource so um so in a nutshell what's the book about well uh i think in a nutshell it's certainly god's you know how god sees us so his view of us mm-hmm. um when we've talked about identity the last few weeks, even here at Grace oh, Church, yeah. mm-hmm. one of the things that keeps flying out of my mouth is um, we're not asking you to do anything God's not already doing. God <laughs> sees you by the Spirit. He doesn't know you by the flesh. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that's a huge part. And then ultimately our identity in Christ, which is mm-hmm. one of the aligning values here at Grace. Yeah. Uh, we are not self-made Christ followers. We are Christ-made Christ mm-hmm. followers, and it really is the great discovery. Chapter one is right. you know talks about truth. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not determine who we are as born again Christians. Mm-hmm. We discover right. who we are, and what a journey that is. Because mm-hmm. salvation that day is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know that's kind of the wedding day. Right. Then we learn how to be married. We discover who we really are, and so that to me that's mm-hmm. really what it's about is our identity. Well, and one of the pitfalls of deception is you don't know you're deceived until you know you're de- right yeah. until you come out don't, of it. Don't know you you're asleep it. till you wake up. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's the same with our identity. You know, last uh, time we were together, Annie and I shared mm-hmm. an area that we've personally struggled with um, in in getting things in the place of Jesus. And so um, I think this being a resource, and you talked about like chapter one, discovering the truth. Yeah. It's very important. Chapter two is something Annie and I hit on a little bit, mm-hmm. spirit, soul, body. Mm-hmm. Like if you do not understand spirit, soul, yeah. body, you need a set in chapter right. two it's foundational. before you go on any further because mm-hmm. you won't be able to differentiate the difference between what's happened in your spirit and why your soul and why your body you're doing things that don't line up. I want to you know? I want to do a little promo too for walk it out because I've watched several of these on identity and it's what's great about walk it out is it's real time real life you guys mm-hmm. sharing practical application how do I apply this you know I love to teach in concepts but I love what I love about walk it out and what you guys have done a great job on is just 
practical application, real life, real time. Mm -hmm. This is kind of what it looks like when the rubber meets the road. Yeah. 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 Well, spirit, soul, body is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would you say, Annie, um, the spirit, soul, bodies maybe played into you getting your identity in Christ and actually walking in that versus, yeah. versus not? Yeah. So it's even... I don't know that I'm I'm your average duck because I grew up at Grace. Mm-hmm. So I have the privilege that these things have been sewn into me since I was nine years old. Mm-hmm. Like I have a solid foundation of love and then these precepts like building on your identity and then understanding the difference between your spirit, soul, and body yeah. was sewn into me from such a young age that it wasn't until I was actually encountering some of our young people that I realized people actually don't realize mm-hmm. that they're not their thoughts or they're not their <laughs> right. impulses and that those right. things that they actually identify with those things. And so for me, I think I've realized how how privileged that I've been. Yeah. That I <clears throat> excuse me, that my my spirit is one with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like I know that. And I even knew that whenever I was walking like in sin for a season, like I knew I could not escape the Lord and that he wasn't abandoning me. And then, Hmm. um, but seeing young people really wrestle with like, well, but if I did this, then I can't be saved. And it's like, when did it become about you? (laughs) Like when did your soul get to determine what he's Mm -hmm. done in your spirit? And so, um, it's been a, an interesting adventure for me in that regard. And it's so like, um, I like to use the egg example. For the spirit soul body, like mm-hmm. the shell is your body, right. and mm-hmm. then the white part of the egg it's is, soul. Um, yeah, soul. your soul, yeah. and then the yolk being your spirit. Mm-hmm. Like that yolk is the same no matter what. Yeah. yeah, whether you cook it all the way through or not, it doesn't discolor even when you put mm-hmm. butter with it or anything mm-hmm. else. Like it stays the same. I so. always love uh, Hebrews ten fourteen because I think that really encapsulates mm-hmm. it that Christ by one offering has perfected mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. <laughs> those who are being made holy. So, and, you know, we ate that that, uh, scripture not long ago as a staff, and the word for uh, perfected means he's completed Mm -hmm. uh, that work. Well, what part of us is complete then already in Christ? Well, it's my spirit Spirit, man. And then there's three New Testament passages that talk about the soul is being saved. My spirit is saved. Mm -hmm. It's one with Christ. Can't get any closer than that. That will never change. I'm born again by this incorruptible seed. I can't corrupt it. But then, uh, you know, my soul is being saved. And Mm -hmm. in chapter two, I talk about that uh, in the Old Testament, which is, you know, type Mm -hmm. and shadow, there's 50 chapters God dedicates to the the tabernacle, Mm -hmm. which is three parts, the outer court. Mm Uh, the inner court, and then the most holy place where his presence dwells. Will you marry that to Matthew 13, 33? Jesus says something so simple but profound that really, I think, uh, unveils it for us. But he talked about a woman that hid leaven in one one part part. of Mm -hmm. a three-part meal Mm -hmm. until all three parts were leavened. Well, that's spirit, soul, and body. He invades your spirit, man, joins you there. You're in union there. And from there... Mm -hmm. He begins to leaven or sanctify mm-hmm. with right, his truth right. and his spirit, your soul and your body. Yeah, your thoughts, yeah. your emotions, your will. Oh yeah, and then Which even your body. Like <laughs> when you're walking, when you're walking in joy, like you, you feel different. Yeah. You know, in, in your even your body. Yeah, it affects. Oh, like yeah, you sure. talk about ill will, like. 
whenever yeah. we entertain things in our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions, it affects our body. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. But whenever we come into agreement with the mind of Christ, it then affects mm-hmm. our body as well. Forgiveness will change your physiology. Man, yeah. that's so true. Mm-hmm. E. Stanley Jones said that we unequivocally, we pass on to our bodies mm-hmm. the health Everything. or mm-hmm. unhealth yeah. of our thought life, right. our emotions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's progressive. Absolutely. Not to mention the stuff that we put in our bodies. Yeah. By choice. <laughs> right. Los, Los I, I, we there you go. That was we thinking. Mess it and we do it under Dr. The Pepper Ices or uh, energy drinks, right? Annie? Right. Yeah. So coffees. Yeah. Coffee. But too, yeah. um and then so like set in spirit soul body. And if you yes. like process it out with somebody as you're processing it with the Lord mm-hmm. and let them feed things into you that He's shown them. To just give you a better understanding and a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, it's a big thing. And then chapter three goes into, well, what happens then when you mess up? Because we just talked about your soul is being saved. Right. You are going In to mess process, up. Yeah. And I think that's probably um, uh, the biggest revelation that people that get saved, they they get saved sometimes and then they're like, I'm never going to mess up. And then they mess up and they like tank and you're like, yeah. whoa, yeah. no, hang yeah. on. Yeah. It, let's understand spirit, soul, body mm-hmm. here. You didn't, everything gets saved. Mm-hmm. And that's good, spirit. Gretchen, because yeah. we've met so many people over the years that had, you know, got saved 27 times. I've been mm-hmm. water baptized 25 times. Why do they do that? Because they think, well, I got mm-hmm. born again, yeah. so I'm righteous now. Right. Oh, but wait, I, I messed up three times last and week. I, I must, it. that's right, yeah. I must not be yeah. saved. But they don't understand spirit, soul, mm-hmm. and body. I was walking with a lady and she, and, and discipling, and she got um, saved. And then, like, after a month or two, a couple months, it was like, and I was like, hey, come back. It's okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, expect it to mm-hmm. happen. Not that you want to expect yeah. to live carnally, yeah. but like, what happens when you mess up? Mm-hmm. That's chapter three. Like, yeah. you know, you're not perfect. Mm-hmm. You're being made yeah. into mm-hmm. maturity and perfect. Right? So a righteous right. man, a righteous this man. Proverbs 24, falls. 16. I was about to say it. Mm-hmm. Though a righteous man falls seven times, seven times he, he rises up. again. Yeah. It's the yeah. fact that you get up, not you go get resaved and rebaptized. <laughs> right. It's, he called you righteous. Yeah. Exactly. Even though you fall. So right. again, if you think about that, that you're revisiting, I need to get saved again, I need to walk to the altar again, I need to be baptized again. If you really process that, you're looking to yourself right. uh, mm-hmm. for salvation. Mm-hmm. When you understand that, okay, I'm signed, sealed, and delivered by the power <laughs> of Christ and his Holy Spirit in me, sealed me yeah. as God's own possession. Yeah. It's the same word sealed uh, in the Greek when Jesus talked about the Father mm-hmm. had set his seal upon <laughs> him, right. which just connotes ownership. Yeah. yeah. But um, when we understand that we really do belong to him, these other parts are in process, mm-hmm. man, it just becomes about alignment and yeah. aligning my thought life right. with who he says I am. Right. Yeah. And that leads us into chapter four, because you said it, it's like putting salvation like it's up to us, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. it's putting performance based like identity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. acceptance mm-hmm. and all of those things yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're doing that. So you talk in chapter four about three uh, strongholds, right. separation theology, performance based acceptance and performance based identity. Yeah. So my question for you two, like what's uh, like the stronghold maybe um, 
or the biggest struggle that you've had in those three? Maybe it's currently, maybe yeah. it was previously. Do you want to go first or you three? want me I can. to? Okay, go um, ahead. For me, it's definitely performance-based acceptance. Mm. That's mine. Definitely. Yeah. Well, it's you too. we're pretty much the same person. They are. <laughs> we say that sometimes. <laughs> male and female scary. versions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a little scary. Yeah, see, so, so performance-based acceptance, this is page 38. It mm -hmm. says, this belief says that if you do good, God will love you. Mm -hmm. If you don't do good, he won't. Yeah. Uh, yet God's love is never performance-based. And this is crazy for me, but this this is my answer. Mm -hmm. But I'm the guy, remember, I, I met Jesus at 20 years old. Mm -hmm. in the same treacherous cycle mm -hmm. that there's no way he could love me. I can't seem to live the Christian life. Mm -hmm. I must be a major disappointment to him. Mm -hmm. And he said, Steve, I don't love you because of what you do. I love you because of who I am. Yeah. Right. Spend time with me. I've right. bridged the gap. I've unveiled your face. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. walk with me, talk with me, and, yeah. and I'll sanctify you right. through our intimacy. Yeah. But it's, uh, I'm telling you, mm -hmm. it's a struggle that uh, that I've battled mm -hmm. for most of my life. Yeah. Annie, you want to share anything on yours? Um, so, man, these are very, they're all like intertwined. Right. Yeah. Um, because the performance-based acceptance, we, whenever we talked about what our struggles were, whenever I talked about infertility last week, I believed I wasn't accepted in that area of my life. Right. Like, because of the sin that I walked in, um, I believed that God didn't accept me and that I still owed him yeah. in that area. And yeah. so, like, I didn't get to see the redemption of that area mm. of my life because I wasn't accepted yet, um, which even goes into, like, separation theology, like, of him being apart from me. Right. Because if I'm one with Jesus... And we were just praying mm -hmm. this morning about like the DNA of Christ is in us, like because yeah. we have been made one with Christ. And so we can release that DNA that re remakes our bodies. We're not marked by sin anymore. We are marked by his presence. Mm -hmm. um, and so whenever I believe that his acceptance is contingent upon my performance, yeah. um, somehow I've kicked him out of my body. <laughs> you know, yeah. like he saw your sin and ran away. Oh dear, <laughs> she's done it again. And that's just not his character, his nature. Mm -hmm. um, the the third one, performance-based identity, is a little bit different. It says this belief is that our identity is directly tied to our conduct. Mm -hmm. It's the idea that what I do determines who I am. Yeah. So if I do bad, I am bad. If I tell a lie, mm -hmm. I'm a liar. Yeah. And we begin to, mm -hmm. with the enemy's help, mm -hmm. uh, identify ourselves by mm -hmm. the things that we do wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, mine definitely was uh, separation theology. So just growing up the way I grew up, I didn't know a, mm -hmm. a bunch about in being in Christ. Mm -hmm. And uh, when Brian and I got a hold of that revelation, it came about the same time. Mm -hmm. And it was just mind blowing. Like it, it was night and day difference. Yeah, and transforming. Now, I never used the language separation theology, yeah. but it was in Christ. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like tons of in Christ scriptures and what that really looks like. And, um, you know, you being the hope of glory because you're in Christ and yeah. all of those things. Yeah. And so that really does feed into the others. I know for me personally right now, um, probably my biggest struggle is the performance-based identity. I'm actually working through a lot of that with my counselor because mm -hmm. we're trying to figure out like what actually is. Like it's so, like I'm so deceived right now that it's like there's some kind of performance-based identity within me, but we I can't even name it. Mm. And so, trying yeah, trying to identify it. what it is to get it uprooted and yeah. out of there. Mm -hmm. 
and um and and so that's probably the current struggle now and at times it's crippling um you know and um i've dealt with different things like um believing like you guys know this but i cause people problems and things Mm -hmm. like that so getting my identity there Mm -hmm. and when you kind of get fed that for so long from others and yourself then Mm -hmm. it's like you know you start believing i'm a problem causer i just Mm -hmm. don't cause people occasionally problems mm-hmm. you know jesus oh, yeah. caused all kinds of people problems i know we we've spent hours on that haven't we annie i've got a list mm-hmm. well i've definitely waded out into, <laughs> i've waded out into the river of all three of them right I mean, oh yeah oh we all oh, have. Yeah. i i can't even tell you how long i had been pastoring i'm in this you know full-time ministry gig and having no revelation that christ is inside me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember, you know, again how exactly when I started seeing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've I've been in, involved with all three of those. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, that was massively the um, understanding that he's in us, which is really going back to um, chapter two about spirit soul body. Like that's when the revelation mm-hmm. of spirit soul body mm-hmm. really became alive in me. Because mm-hmm. if you realize that you're in Christ, well. My body isn't in Christ. Like that doesn't make any sense. So you have to, yeah. like, you have to understand, or you begin to understand more about spirit, soul, body. Well, know? and to take, you know, the concept that what I do determines who I am. Well, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you reverse it, it'll lead you to I think chapter eight on sanctification. Right. That who I am determines what I do. And that's why we talk so much about washing ourselves with the word. Truest thing about me is what God says about me. It just lives in our culture. But the more we believe and receive, our identity really came from Christ. And he named us. Mm -hmm. He made us who we are. Mm -hmm. That identity and who we believe we are determines our behavior. I think even in the back of the book on the firewalls, I talk about before you deal with your behavior, Deal with your belief. Right. Yeah. What, what is your view of yourself? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Absolutely. Got to get that root out. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we're going to come back next week and we're going to talk about, because of the time, and we're going to talk about the rest of chapter four and just um, some different truths mm-hmm. and uh, share with you guys some more uh, there and then go all the way through sanctification Mm-hmm. chapter the firewalls and uh yep, this eight, is nine, really and good and stuff and i think um it's very important it was it was very important on the lord's heart that you guys understand the full uh resource of this content of setting with the lord mm-hmm. in it mm-hmm. instead of just hey it's got a really good list on page three and four mm-hmm. so you know why what's, are you laughing what's so about great it? about all this stuff is he's the hero i mean he uh, he did it and uh you know when people begin to agree with him and i i remember one of the things he had told me was i thought as a young believer, that the Christian life was all about me, mm-hmm. and it was my performance. That's just because you're the baby of the family. Well, no. probably. I, I don't know. That's but they both are. I'm just, I'm just, well, I'm just yeah. teasing. It's probably, you know what? It's probably the flesh. The right. flesh Absolutely, wants yeah. credit. The flesh wants to be yeah. center, mm-hmm. center. And so, yeah. when he said, "Hey, I need you to fix your eyes on me. I need yeah. you to realize what I have done." Well, I said it the other day, I think uh, Sunday, that the only one who could have dealt with our sin and separation actually did. Mm-hmm. He did deal mm-hmm. with it. He did bring us to himself, took the veil down. The mm-hmm. Father removed the veil of separation. And uh, Why? Because you know, he's our husband. 
Yeah, he's our. He's husband. the one that gets to remove the veil. And the, and it is his yeah. work. Yeah. That you know sanctifies us through through our marriage, mm-hmm. through intimacy, through walking out our oneness with Him. Boy, we become more and more like Him, and yeah. that's that easy yoke instead of where I was, which was self-effort, mm-hmm. super mm-hmm. striving, trying to do the religious mm-hmm. things. Uh, but uh, it was all vanity. He's you know he's he's the work that's yeah. in us. Yeah, that's super good. <clears throat> all right, Annie. Pray yes. for us <laughs> before we come back and do this again. Yeah. Amen. Father, we thank you for the foundation that you have laid here Absolutely. and for the the truths that will set us free as we sit with them. Mm-hmm. God, I ask mm-hmm. for everyone um, who's under the sound of my voice, Lord, that we would just let you be the one mm-hmm. who determines what's true about us and that we would engage with these resources that you've given us in order for us to discover that truth so mm, that we mm. can walk in more and more freedom that you paid yes, for. Amen. We give you the glory and the honor. We thank you, Jesus, that you are the hero and that we find <laughs> um, our true identity and great joy in being a part of your story here on the earth. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. amen. amen.